This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by Shiny Side Up. Unfortunately, COVID-19 has put pay to the talk series and bike fest events for 2022, but all is not lost. Join the Shiny Side Up team for a very special online live stream event on the 10th of April for your chance to win some sweet prizes, hear from local and international riding gurus, and pick up some pearls of wisdom along the way. Shiny Side Up Online, April 10th, 2022. Proudly brought to you by Ride Forever, ACC, Waka Kotahi New Zealand Transport Agency, and MSAC. For more information, go to shinysideup.co.nz or search Shiny Side Up on Facebook. Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron. Great to have you along for episode five of our 2022 season, and we're straight back into it. Later on this episode, I'm going to share with you my thoughts on the Harley Davidson Sport Glide, which I got to ride and I got to hang on to over the Christmas New Year period this year, uh, and it was uh, it was a whole lot of fun. So I'll share with you those details before we go any further. Though I need to tell you about. Shiny side up. Unfortunately, dirty old Omicron, bloody COVID. It's getting beyond a joke now, isn't it? It has caused the cancellation of many, many events across the country. And one of those events is Shiny Side Up. Now, yeah, we talked about the fact that Shiny Side Up is split into three parts. The Bike Fest events, which we already knew weren't happening for 2022. The Talk Fest events were going to be happening in like 11 markets around the country. That's not happening either. So Shiny Side Up Talk Fest has been cancelled. But the one silver lining, the one beacon of light that you can look to, you can put on your calendar and you can sit in the comfort of your own home with your own snacks and enjoy, is Shiny Side Up Online. It's uh, generally like an eight-hour live stream. Uh, I'm going to be hosting it. I'm going to be there talking to a whole bunch of motorcycling gurus about all manner of things, from racing to keeping your skills sharp to um, making sure your bike's good to go. You're, you're, you know, doing your servicing or, you know, why we wear all the gear and how the gear is tested, all that sort of stuff. Uh, So that's on the 10th of April. You can put that on your calendar, and I'm pretty sure that won't be cancelled. 10th of April, shiny side up online. Also, last year, we gave away a stink load of prizes. We gave away a couple of Helite inflatable airbag vests. Uh, We gave away a stack, an absolute stack of shiny side up gift packs, which include... uh, gift vouchers and all sorts of stuff so put that on your calendar more information at motonz.com jump on that website and get all the information you need we'll update you and keep that updated when more information comes to hand Now, over the Christmas New Year period, I was lucky enough to take uh, custody, is that the right term, of a Harley-Davidson Sport Glide. Very, very cool motorcycle. If you know me, you know that I'm not I'm not an authority on all things Harley-Davidson. I really, really enjoyed the Pan America um, towards the end of last year, but I'm not a massive cruiser guy. So um, I, I got to ride the, the Sport Glide, and uh, these are my thoughts. Uh, with Harley-Davidson having a Announced itself as a serious contender in the world of adventure motorcycling, could the Harley Davidson Sport Glide be the last of the old dinosaurs? 
Now, it's no secret, as I said, that I'm not a diehard Harley Davidson fan or a cruiser guy for that matter. But I do believe you need to try all things to actually have an opinion on them. That said, when I was given the chance to ride the Sport Glide a couple of weeks before Christmas and over the Christmas New Year period, I said, absolutely, I'm in. Now, the Harley-Davidson Sport Glide is powered by an air-cooled V-twin 1774cc Milwaukee 701 engine. It's got a 83 horsepower. It's a little at a little below 6,000 RPM. 1,747cc from only two cylinders. Can you imagine the size of those dinner plates? The wheelbase is a little over 1,600 millimeters. Seat height 680 millimeters off the ground. So it's pretty easy to stand over and it's a classic foot forward cruiser. The looks are stunning in black, which is incidentally the cheapest option at a fraction below $30,000 plus on-road costs. Swinging a leg over for the first time, it did feel a bit foreign to my adventure daily rider, uh, but I soon found my footing and was scraping the pegs around the first corner. In fact, I picked it up from uh, Motor Mart in Lower Hutt and going through that first roundabout at, uh, at Melling, you really learn how to ride it. Now, Harley-Davidson say the lean angle is about 28 degrees, but um, once you find your mojo, it's pretty easy to get around on. Each gear change is a visceral attack to the senses with a solid thunk. Now, imagine Thor's hammer making contact with the earth at a great rate of knots. The Sport Glide comes with a very comfortable seat for the rider, but I'm not sure a pillion would be too stoked to be there for all that long. The engine is surprisingly stable with little vibration, but you know it's running because, as I mentioned, it's got massive dinner plate-sized pistons throbbing underneath you. Under motion, the bike is very stable and very easy to lean into corners. Just a little bit of counter-steer and you're, you're off. In fact, when you're, when you're cruising along a nice straight stretch of road, imagine State Highway 2 or maybe down the South Island, the Canterbury Plains, you can put it into cruise control and just go for it. Uh, no hands, no drama, no worries. Uh, the Sport Glide is hauled up by a single front rotor and disc, but surprisingly, the brakes are absolutely brilliant. We're talking one-finger braking. LED lighting all round, and Harley-Davidson have definitely worked hard to bring these classic-looking bikes into the 21st century, retaining that classic look, but bringing in a little bit of uh, 21st century tech. Uh, coming from the factory with a set of colour-matched, lockable and stylish hard panniers, I found this bike very, very practical. Usually when you think of a cruiser, practicality is not high on the priority list, but heading out on Christmas Eve, I was able to easily find a park in motorcycle parking at the supermarket, which is nearly always empty. Uh, I loaded up the panniers with last-minute essentials for the big day. Everything fitted nicely in the panniers, then I hopped on and even managed a bit of lane splitting on the way home while beating the heat and generally creating a nice breeze for myself on what was a, uh, a bit of a scorcher here in Lower Hutt. This bike seems like a winner to me. The real only issue with the Sport Glide is possibly coming from a bike with a smaller engine, this is not exactly what I would call cheap to run. 15 litres of fuel, so you go about 300 kilometres, which is roughly the same as my 700cc adventure bike, my daily rider, double the price. That said, if you're going to go for one of these, price really isn't the issue. And, you know, you're going for the looks, you're going for the scene. Now, the Sport Glide seems to be a very good 
coupling of old school American power with that air-cooled V-twin, but with nice additions like ride-by-wire throttle, cruise control, all that LED lighting, it's really easy to, to you know, muscle around in the driveway as well. So it's, it's quite a nice bike. I mean, it does weigh 300 kgs and you can feel that weight, but I didn't really have a problem with it. I could have that bike as a daily rider. I just can't help feeling like that massive engine should be putting out a little bit more power. But in this day and age, it seems you're either a cruiser lover or a cruiser hater. Don't get me wrong, I am not a hater, but I do wonder how many haters out there have actually ridden one of these bikes. It's smooth, it's talky, it's comfortable, and it actually looks really, really good. I get that this is the style that's not everyone's cup of tea, coffee, or shot of tequila, but I really enjoyed my time on the Sport Glide over summer, and I highly recommend that you at least take one of these bikes for a ride. Because it's not, it's not going to be too far into the future that they're just not available like this anymore. I can't imagine that Harley-Davidson are going to retain this engine in much of its cruiser line. I'm pretty sure that they're going to put that, that engine from the Sportster S and the Pan America into most of their bikes. So uh, if you get a chance to ride a classic Harley with that Milwaukee 701 engine, definitely take it up. 1,700 cc's of grunt. Really nice bike to ride. And while I'm at it, if you're going to ride a Harley, you've got to look the part. Now, I hit up our friends at uh, Forbes and Davies. They're the local Magna uh, distributor here in New Zealand. And I said, hey, guys, I'm going to be riding a bit of a casual cruiser a Harley Davidson and all I've got is adventure gear and they said no worries Ray we'll hook you up we've got you covered with Macna. Now remember the good old days when your prefrontal cortex wasn't as developed as it is now? The prefrontal cortex um, contributes to a, a wide variety of executive functions including focusing one's attention, predicting the consequences of one's actions, anticipating events in the environment, uh, impulse control, managing emotions and reactions. Remember the days when, when that wasn't all, you know, all there and you could kind of ride in shorts and t-shirt without a care in the world? Certainly not thinking about the possible skin grafts that one might need or broken bones or gravel rash that may occur if you misjudge a corner. These days, I'm firm, firmly subscribed to ATGAT, you know, the all the gear, all the time mantra. Uh, but so often these days, especially in summer, gear, it's, it's hot, it's stuffy, it's restrictive. Surely there's something light, breathable and fashionable that we can wear on such a bike as a Harley Sport Glide. Well, there is. I put this to the team at Forbes and Davies. They said Magna casual riding gear would be the way to go. They sent me a Magna West Coast Forest jacket and Magna Stone Ride jeans, which have Kevlar woven into them. Um, the jeans have knee pads and places for hip pads as well. When I say knee pads, they've got uh, CE certified uh, knee armor. And the West Coast Forest jacket has a back protector, shoulder and elbow uh, protection in there as well. But it's more like a bit bush shirt. It's got a zip up the front. It's got domes to cover the zip on what I assume is called a gusset. Uh, it's got a hood. It's quite cool. So picture this, Boxing Day, 28 degrees, sunny, not a breath of wind, and the only way to cool down is to create your own wind, i.e. go for a ride. 
that's exactly what I did. I went for the Magnus Stone Blue jeans and the West Coast Forest jacket, and yeah, I really, really liked it. Check out MotoNZ.com for photos and full specs, but I wore that with my uh, with my casual riding boots and my HJC helmet. And I was sorted. A thin pair of summer gloves was all I needed to complete the ensemble. And uh, I felt safe, secure. I probably wouldn't do a massive road trip at uh, highway speeds in it, but definitely cruising up to about 80 kilometers an hour around town and checking out the sights on a cruiser beautiful bellissimo for summer riding all day this stuff was amazing what else can i say i loved the light airy feeling of freedom it was amazing it was probably the best thing the best alternative to riding in uh in shorts and (laughs) t-shirt which i couldn't do again uh i would happily chuck it on for a trip around the block or a hike into town brilliant alternative to heavy textile riding gear or even leather gear as well if you're not going those highway speeds. Go to MotoNZ.com. The story is called Let's Get Casual. Thank you very much, Forbes and Davies and Magna, for that gear. Uh, really looking forward to using it, utilizing it throughout the rest of summer as well. And all the photos and specs of the gear and the Harley-Davidson Sport Glide are up at MotoNZ.com. Also on social media, Facebook and Instagram. You can check it all out and... Uh, the way to go if it's not quite your look but you like the idea there are other styles other looks you can go for as well head to forbesanddavies.co.nz for all the information that about wraps us up for the episode hey thank you very much for sticking with us um next episode i'm going to share with you my first two rides of summer on the adventure bike the Tenere 700 also we've got some new bikes some new gears some new news coming up in next episode as well this is kiwi rider podcast my name is ray here and thank you very much for joining me get hold of me on podcast at kiwirider.co.nz is the email address podcast at kiwirider.co.nz or at kiwirider on all the social media platforms keep the rubber side down throttle on enjoy the rest of your summer riding and we'll be back in seven days time Thank you very much for listening to Kiwi Rider Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Shiny Side Up. Unfortunately, COVID-19 put pay to the talk series and bike fest events for 2022. But all is not lost. Join the Shiny Side Up team for a very special online event on the 10th of April for your chance to win some sweet prizes, hear from local and international riding gurus, and pick up some pearls of wisdom along the way. Shiny Side Up Online, April 10th, 2022. Proudly brought to you by Ride Forever, ACC, Waka Kotahi New Zealand Transport Agency and MSAC. For more information, go to shinysideup.co.nz or search for the Shiny Side Up Facebook page.